Hey everybody, Susan Michonne here, the Techie Mentor. Just a big thank you for listening to this podcast, the Virtual Assistant Tips, Tricks, and Advice channel, where I share all things Virtual Assistant every week with no fluff, just the stuff that gets results. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode. Today's topic is Virtual Assistant Salary or Salaries. So a couple of things really quickly. Um, I want to start off the podcast by saying this is for those of you that are business owners. This is not for anybody who has a job and works for somebody other than themselves. Okay. And I'm going to come at this two different ways. First, I want to talk to you about, you know, just overall salary. You can actually become an employee of your own company. So I am an employee of my own business and I pay myself a salary. Now, I did not start that way, and I actually used a CPA to help me understand how much I should be paying myself and how that whole process works. So I cannot speak to that intelligently because that is not my expertise. But I do want you to know that it is possible for you to become your own employee. And there are benefits to that depending on where you're located. I'm in the United States, and so I reached out to a CPA that works with small business owners and she helped me understand how to become my own employee, the benefits behind that, and then how to automate it so I'm automatically paid every Friday. So one facet of the salary is actually to become your own salaried employee. I highly recommend that if that's something you're interested in doing, and you've been in business for at least a couple of years, so you have a solid foundation and you have money coming in. Um, that is something you might want to look into. And I've put a link to uh, my CPA in the comments if you want to reach out to her or somebody else. Um, again, US based. But just realize that there are many benefits to becoming your own employee and paying yourself a salary. Okay. So the second bit of salary is that a lot of times people want to know how much money they can make as a VA. And so if you were looking for a JOB, you would probably do some type of research to figure out what the average compensation or average salary is for a project manager or a systems analyst or, I don't know, um, I'm obviously an IT uh, software developer. Um, and you would be able to find comparisons uh, around how much they make, but you don't, you're not looking for a job. <laughs> um, you have your own business, so there really is no income ceiling. It's just the ceiling that you make for yourself. Okay, now realize that this isn't a cookie cutter industry. Not everybody offers the same thing and not everybody has the same level of expertise and, and experience. Okay, so those are going to factor in how much you can make as a VA. Okay, but there are also things that you can do to scale your business to have multiple ways of making money. So this is multiple revenue streams. So for instance, you could sell digital products, very simple information products, checklists, templates, um, and that would bring in more money than you just doing the work that you do for clients so that you could scale that way. You could also, um, you know, bring on a team to do maybe the work that you don't want to do. Now, these are more advanced um, skill sets that I highly recommend that you be in business for, you know, three years at least before you start looking at bringing on a team because you need to understand how the business runs because it layer, adds a layer of complexity to it. And you can speak with confidence because you've run a business yourself, you understand what the industry is all about. So you can scale your business by adding information products or, or bringing on a team, or you could even, you know, move from hourly paying yourself, hourly, not paying yourself, excuse me, having your clients paying you for your time and, and move to um, expertise packages or service packages instead. So those things are gonna help as far as bringing in more money. Now, no average salary, 
And as I said, when I decided to become an employee of my own business, I pay myself a salary, but then I also take draws from my business. And those are two different things, okay? When you put them together, that's how much I make. So your salary may not be just what you pay yourself. It could be bonuses that you give yourself. Um, it could be the salary that you give yourself. So keep that in mind as well. Um, I think the most important thing here, though, is people want to know how much can I make as a VA? Can I, can I leave my soul-sucking job and really make a living as a virtual assistant on my own? And I'm living proof that you can do that. I had to give up a six-figure income before I could come home and run my business full-time. So I had to build a six-figure business. And I did. I'm still here 12 plus years later. It is possible. But here's the thing you have to understand is it it's all about the services that you offer. And it's the expertise and the experience that you bring to the table. Now, I didn't have, obviously, the expertise or the experience that I have now. But I can tell you this right off the cuff is you cannot make $100,000 a year as an admin. Just not possible because the industry doesn't support paying $75 an hour to do data entry. Okay. Now, if you need to make $75 an hour, then you're going to need to look at, at in-demand skill sets. These are the skills that clients are looking for and that you can charge premium rates for. These are also what I call freedom-based skills because they give you the freedom to work when and where you want. Admin skills usually keeps you locked to your computer or available during regular business hours because you support your clients' clients. When you move out of that space and you start working with technology, and the things that technology can do, it doesn't matter when you do it, as long as you deliver it on time, okay? So in-demand skills are going to be anything under the digital marketing space. So websites, sales funnels, copywriting, social media, and I'm not talking social media as far as copying, pasting stuff into a into you know Facebook, no. I'm talking strategic level here. You need to sit down and figure out the plan and the strategy behind why someone needs social, social media, okay? Or maybe you're offering an... Ex a specific expertise like Pinterest. Okay, that's going to be more focused. But anything under that digital marketing um, umbrella and the core five that I always talk about is websites, sales funnels, email marketing, content marketing, and social media marketing. And that includes all the tools and the technology that go with that. Okay, other things that you can look at are anything systems based. Okay, if you're a systems person and you love to put operations and systems in place, that is another back-end skill that you can do from wherever you want to. It gives you the freedom to work when and where you want. Um, you could do project management. You could actually manage launches for people, launches of a book or a business or an online course. You could do any type of specific technology. So you could be, you know, Infusionsoft certified. And on a side note, you don't need to be VA certified because VA doesn't mean anything. It's a title. It's not a title. It's an industry. If you're going to want to get certified, you want to do it in a specific expertise. VA is not an expertise. Okay. So that's why I'm saying here, technology, Infusionsoft, um, you know, I don't know. I don't even know who has them anymore. Entreport, um, you don't even have to be certified. You could just become an expert. Kartra, um, Entreport, I said Entreport, didn't I? Uh, ClickFunnels, uh, Lead Pages, WordPress, and the list goes on and on. So really, in-demand skills are going to be around the technology that runs the business, but also the delivery aspect of it as well. So how does it get delivered to your clients' clients? Okay. So in-demand skills are going to be ones you can charge more money for, which means you can make more money. So at the end of the day, there is no average salary for a virtual assistant. Okay. 
it all depends on what you're offering. So if you want you know, hard numbers, then you could certainly look at web designers, WordPress web designers. What are people making there? Uh, you know, I've had past clients that started out at 500 and now charging $5,000 for a website, okay? They started at 500, now it's, they're at 5,000 and they're fully booked. So can you see there's no ceiling? It comes back to what do you offer? What is your level of expertise? Data entry is gonna pay a heck of a lot less than somebody who does website design because of the level of knowledge behind it. So look at how much do you need to make? You should know what your baseline rate is. And then how much do you wanna make? And that should drive the decisions on what you offer in your business. And if you're in admin and you wanna to move to something else, figure out what lights you up and focus on that. So just to recap, there is no average virtual assistant salary. Nope, it all depends on what you're offering. Virtual assistant is not a title like project manager or systems analyst. It's an industry and it's very diverse and offers several different things. If you're looking for a solid number, then you need to be specific. You need to specialize. What are you looking for? Web designers, copywriters, funnel builders, okay, project managers. Then you can find more information. But remember, there is no ceiling and you can also pay yourself a salary as your own employee of your own company, but that's something you need to talk to a professional about. And I've given you a link below for more information on that. So hopefully that's given you some things to think about, answered any questions you have around virtual assistant salary. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.